Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Monday, the 11th day in September of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to start, hopefully, your work week. We're going to start with Cisco. Cisco makes a slew of fantastic routing and hardware appliances that support the internet. But if you use their Adaptive Security Appliance, or ASA, or their Firepower Threat Defense FTD products, you need to update now because Cisco is warning that there's a flaw in these products tracked as CVE 2023-20269. It's considered a zero-day vulnerability because researchers didn't find it. It was discovered because operators of ransomware groups were abusing it. They discovered it as part of their campaigns. So if you don't want to be the victim of ransomware and you're the user of Cisco's ASA or FTD appliances, contact your vendor to make sure that you have either a patch, mitigations, or workarounds that help protect you from ransomware. We're going to stay on ransomware. We're going to talk about Ragnar Locker. Ragnar Locker is one of the more prolific ransomware groups, and they are claiming that they conducted an attack against a hospital in Israel. The Mayanei Hayayushua Hospital had a data leak that occurred in August of this year, so a little over a month ago, a data leak occurred. Now, interesting here, Ragnar Locker says that they had the ability to, but chose not to, encrypt or negatively impact the network that would facilitate operations at the hospital, saying they're aware it's a hospital. So because of that, we only stole data, didn't disrupt the network, or hurt people as a byproduct. Now, throughout the COVID-19 pandemic over the last few years, some ransomware groups have said that they would not attack certain industries. A lot of There's a lot of speculation about that being... They don't want to hurt people, but there's also speculation that these very high-profile attacks could result in negative law enforcement activity against them because, again, they are hurting people with these attacks. Bottom line is that Ragnar has leaked some data from the hospital, which includes patient records as well as some other details about things like prescriptions. And so if you are a hospital goer or have been seen in this particular hospital network in Israel, you need to be aware that criminals A, have your data, and they are leaking it. And there's no indication at this point that the hospital is going to pay to prevent the further leak of the rest of the trove of data that Ragnar Locker did steal in August. We're going to move across the Atlantic Ocean back to the United States where a number of organizations within the government, including CISA, the FBI, U.S. Cybercom, have said that an unspecified aeronautical organization in the United States was targeted and potentially compromised or breached by a, quote, number of threat actors that were targeting a product called the Zoho Manage Engine, as well as the vendor Fortinet. Now, Zoho Manage Engine and Fortinet both have vulnerabilities that are patchable, so if you use these vendors, patch because the United States government is saying that at least some nation-state-linked actors were abusing these flaws, which include CVE 2022-47966, which allowed 
unauthorized access to the Zoho Manage Engine Service Desk Plus. And this allows criminals to gain access, establish persistence on a target network, and move laterally across those networks they do compromise. Now, the actual report by the government did not specify a threat actor, but researchers have linked many of these kinds of efforts to the Iranian government's state-sponsored actors. And this makes sense, as government entities around the world want to know what aeronautical advancements the United States and other countries are doing, whether that's to steal plans of future fighter jets, for example, or whether that's to understand military capabilities in the aeronautical space. So what you need to know is that if you work in these kinds of industries, you have a different kind of cyber crime or sort of cyber threat to worry about because while the average person is more worried about fraud and data loss, you might be worried about a government like Iran, China, Russia, North Korea, all trying to get your very sensitive information that you're providing as a service, in this case, to the U.S. government. And that's where we're going to end today on government. The governments of the United States and the United Kingdom filed joint sanctions against 11 individuals, which they claim are part of the notorious TrickBot operators. Now, TrickBot is a malware that gains initial access and amongst these 11 individuals that the government is saying are part of TrickBot operations include administrators, developers, managers, and coders. And all of these are believed to have provided, quote, material assistance in TrickBot historical activity. Interestingly, all of the individuals are Russian nationals, and many of these individuals are unable to be arrested. However, the government, specifically of the UK, says that um, the individuals uh, are negatively impacted because removing their anonymity undermines the integrity of their uh, ability to do business in the criminal enterprise or network. So because you've been outed, you're no longer as effective, is the idea. And there's some merits to these claims, but there is some kickback because while there are 11 individuals that were associated, at least one individual in a previous type of claim says they're just a freelance coder, that they took up a job on a forum board, that their moniker that they used for that forum board was used just for freelance coding, that they weren't part of some criminal enterprise or network. And so... A, it's possible that you can be doing work in the cyberspace that is used or picked up, which would associate you with criminals. B, it could just be a criminal defense trying to get off light. But also, it's noteworthy because it would suggest that some groups, like TrickBot, might outsource certain functions or capabilities such as development. Meaning that while they're not as sophisticated in terms of their capabilities to create or generate new malware on the fly, they're leveraging the growing world of programmers and coders. So a lot of different threat space if you're involved in programming and coding that you need to be aware of. And also as you try to understand and rate the sophistication of these groups of actors, you need to be aware that they might be leveraging an external source. 
That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding day. It's going to be a great week, so stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to first responders, generally. On the anniversary of 9-11, which is a horrific terror attack conducted against the United States, we sincerely extend gratitude to all first responders who changed their entire life trying to aid and respond to individuals who were negatively impacted by this terrible event. And to those who ultimately were not rescued, we offer a very sincere moment of silence.